Hi, you're listening to Matt, Matt, and Jen, Transmissions from the Dark Side, and I'll be listening soon. This is Tom Savini, signing off. (laughs) This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side, a ladies' man. A sexy voice. A gabagool. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we are watching every single episode of 90s Horror Anthology Monsters and reporting it back to you. I am Matt Noss. With me at the table, my two best friends in the whole wide world. Why, if it isn't Jen Hansen and Matt Rose. Yay! How are you both doing today? Tip top, bud. Oh my goodness, I am tip top as well. I'm so tip top. I need to to change it. I am also tip top. (laughs) I am judges ruling. Yes, I am the tippiest of toppers. I am tip top. Yeah. If this is your first time joining us, what we do around these parts is watch anthology horror, in particular the '90s show Monsters. We're very deep into the third season. We have three uh, episodes left. Yeah, it's the ninth inning. Did I say three or four? Three. Oh, uh, it's three. It's three. Three episodes. This left. is this is the fourth. So yeah. Three. So we are we have watched an episode called "Talk Nice to Me." Um, it is customary around these parts that we guess what the episode's about based on title alone. We call it the dark side guess. Who would like to go I'll, first? I'll go first because as I've said, I know I've said this to Matt and Jen every time. This is the worst one. <laughs> well, let's keep that pain train <laughs> running. Uh, after years of women, drugs, and spandex, Brett Michaels and the members of Poison had a sudden religious awakening. Now pious and clean, the band released their newest single, Talk Nice to Me. After going multi-platinum, they went to meet their agent and woke up in an alien ship full of zombies, a wolfman, and Santa Claus. The end. Yay! Oh, did you have the end in there? The end. I love it. Perfection. Perfection. That's what a dark side guest should be, Matt. I love it. It's perfect. Right. Slapdash and nonsensical. Yeah. Perfect. <clears throat> Talk nice to me. Hey, girl. Yeah, you. Let me whisper in your ear. Tell you what I'm going to do to you tonight. Going to go down real slow in that little rickety chair at your grandma's. <laughs> Listen to her talk about Sid Caesar. <laughs> going to compliment her casserole. <laughs> then she laughs and says, shake and bake. <laughs> going to drive you home and you know I ain't going to come in. Come up for coffee. Maybe when we're married. Oh shit, also I'm a ghost. <laughs> wow. Wow, how was that? A real twist. How was that not the episode? (laughs) Let's see if there's any similarities between Jen and mine. Oh, I love it. Talk nice to me. Hey, you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you listening. Has this ever happened to you? You're a real jerk, Sanchez. I know it's happened to me. Hi, I'm Tony Sanchez, and for the next 20 minutes, I'm going to teach you my patented comeback for any situation. 
Welcome to Hey, Talk Nice to Me. <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately. None of those guesses were correct. So, Jen, please hit us up with the Sweet Deets. Sweet Deets. All right, guys. We watched Season 3, Episode 21 of Monsters. Talk Nice to Me. Episode aired February 17th, 1991. Here is the description from IMDb. IMDb. A ladies' man is being harassed over the phone by a mysterious, lonely female stalker with a seductive voice. How do we know she was lonely? That was that, that seems like projection on the part of the yeah, person writing the synopsis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sustained. Uh, let's see. This episode was written by Paul Dini. Uh, Paul Dini, uh, loads of Batman stuff, loads of comics. DC stuff. animated stuff. Period. DC animated stuff. He Man and the Masters of the Universe. Yeah. Created Harley Quinn. Yes. Uh, big, big shit motherfucker. Ernest Farino was the uh, director. I almost said decorator. He was not the decorator. <laughs> I don't know who the decorator was. Oh, but, we'll oh, get there. We'll get- yeah, we'll get. <laughs> Uh, he started as a graphic and visual designer. <laughs> Matt did sweet deets tonight. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, Matt Rose was kind enough to do our sweet deets this evening. Uh, I have no power. Uh, not over Matt Rose. I, <laughs> he did not force, his, you, force you the sweet deets on me. Yeah, I have no power. <laughs> but I also have no electricity, and Matt was kind enough to do it. Uh, and it says the note is, Ernest Farino started as a graphic and visual designer. Terminator, comma, Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. I'm glad that worked. Yeah. That was to break you. So. And it worked. <laughs> nice work. Um, God, okay. We loved what you did with the Terminator. We need you to design the exact opposite. <laughs> Got it. Uh, he worked on visual effects for the Terminator, the Abyss, the Thing, Slaughterhouse-Five, Galaxy of Terror. Okay, cool dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Martin was play- in the thing. It said Matron. Okay, okay? I wasn't even going to call you out on spelling <laughs> no, it Matron. Yeah, no, I saw it and I was like, that can't be right. Yeah. But- uh, Ed Mariano played Martin or Matron. We'll never know. Uh, he was in Dynasty, Falcon Crest. He had a very soap opera y vibe. Yeah. Uh, Amy Fisher, My Story. Hill Street Blues. He had two roles on Laverne and Shirley. Yes. The Gong Show. He was the man in Locker Room. Yikes. CBS School Break Special. What if I'm gay? Uh, in the College Football Hall of Fame. He was the runner-up for the Heisman Trophy. Yeah, he set a bunch of like rushing records. It was it was crazy. He was wow. he was a very very good football player. Oh, and now he's in this. Oh. <laughs> uh, Terry Ann Lynn played Linda. She was in Hawaii Five O, Magnum PI, Lottery, Riptide, Fall Guy, Silk Stalkings, etc. <laughs> stalkings. Stick, I mean, w- Silk when, Stalkings. When I was looking at her IMDb, it was like every show I watched as a kid in the eighties, she was fucking on it. It was yeah. crazy. I she, love getting to see those people. Yeah, yeah. She has that look. Mm-hmm. That very much like on. Not not maybe a recurring character, but very much just like, we need a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Any other characteristics, uh, sexist d- director? We need a beautiful no. broad. Broad. We need... Beautiful we need... Broad. <laughs> she should have arms and legs. She should be blonde. She should be in a miniskirt. Uh, when I see her, I hear, got it made hot for teacher in my head. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. You got it. Mr. 
mysterious oh, mysterious woman. I, my my laptop. I had to write it on one of my laptops. No, and the that's okay. Uh, the mysterious woman was Tina Louise. Yeah. Uh, who was uh, Ginger on Gilligan's Island. She was also in other stuff like The Stepford Wives, Johnny Swade, uh, tons of TV. She studied with Lee Strasberg, if you were wondering why her voice sounded so sexy. That Lee Strasberg. Yeah. Um, Hillside Strasberg. (laughs) Uh, David Spielberg played Tom Reardon. Uh, was in Christine, Days of Our Lives, Judging Amy, uh, A Murderous Affair, The Carol we- Carolyn Weymouth Story, ABC After School Special, A Desperate Exit, CBS School Break Special, Hear Me Cry. Hear Me Cry. Hear, yar. Is that boy jumping off that roof because yar. of PCP? <laughs> Hear Me Cry. Did that boy go Irish because of PCP? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, it's not Irish. <laughs> pirate? <laughs> pirate. Did he go pirate because of PC? It was pirate control protocol. <laughs> oh, I am a pirate did you, now. Did you guys ever see the? Uh, I don't know if it was ABC or CBS or whatever. My son's gone punk. No. Oh my god. Um, th- this this kid is like uh, you know, supposed to go to college on a um a cello scholarship. Sure. I believe we have talked about my son's gone punk. Yeah, and, well, and they, all they he might is, be sponsoring us tonight. All he is is new wave. He's not even punk. Like uh-huh. I think he has like a purple streak in his hair. Mm-hmm. And at first, his dad's like, "No, no, no." But then he sees that he's like teaching kids music, and he's like, "Well, maybe." Uh, you guys couldn't see, but I was putting my I was hands going up to my say, hips. Yeah, <laughs> you were a disappointed dad. Oh, but oh, also much. a dad who understands. He's a g- pastor with skateboards? <laughs> rip, r- rip the curl for Jesus. Oh my God, he just did a Christ air. Why, why, Jen, are there any more sweet deeds? No, that's it. Yar, honey, it's family hour. There must be something on yar. Crispy critters, me favorite. Yar. Oh, look, it's monsters, me favorite show. Yar. Let's eat it and forget it and let's watch it. Let's watch it. What the blank? Um, the door from the monsters swings wide open, and it's definitely not a set, guys. Whoa, this. <laughs> This is amazing. We get a slow pan of what a slow pan. Uh, we get a slow pan of what can only be called a mask nightmare. <laughs> the I, bef- the set around it is so it's supposed to be some fancy swinging some swinging bachelor, bachelor pad, pad that in, is in the big city. In the big city, presumably New York, it's got um it's not quite as nice as that little curtain that Conan has that has like the the city on yeah. it because you can clearly see like there are signs that just say hotel. It looks very very cheap. Um, it looks so bad. It you guys might not when you would buy a Barbie. Sometimes like a fancy Barbie would have like a little cardboard insert of like oh yes. it's out on the town Barbie and you'd see like you know a little picture in the back like that's that's what it looked like. It was, it was bad. It was Big City Barbie, uh, and she came with a little cocaine, and that that scene. <laughs> and um, a visa. And a visa, and the mask nightmare, which we are going to... Uh, what masks did you guys clock? Okay. Oh, Batman, for sure. Yep. Like, I mean, I'm sure that has something to do with Paul Dini, but seriously. So, oh, that's true. That's a good point. So there was a theme 
there wasn't a unifying theme beyond masks. Right. Yeah. It was as if the set designer got told mask and they went to the Halloween store and they found <laughs> out that it was July. So, so they're doing the best they can. Masquerade seems to be an overarching theme <laughs> meets African meets Batman. Yeah, it was. Yeah, were there? It was a very random assortment of masks. because they had the comedy and tragedy ones. They had yep. the split down the middle, you know, black and white ones. Uh, hey, hey one... guys, what are masks? Like, just name famous masks. Uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> if if you can think of them, we've got them. Yeah. Uh, there was also one that looked a lot like Phyllis Diller. Uh, one that looked like a very um, uh, a very young Roseanne Barr, hmm. uh, and then one that just looked like it was made of human flesh. <laughs> Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The Leatherface mask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the these masks are unfortunately the most unsettling part of this episode. Yeah. Because we are about to meet. Well, I think the most unsettling thing of the episode is just the rampant sexism coming from uh what's his face? I don't uh, even remember. Martin. 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 Yeah, thank you. Uh Mertan. Mertin? Yeah. Mertin. Uh I mean that that was the most off-putting part. The masks a very close second. We are meeting Martin, and we are about to find out that Martin is a ladies' man. Martin is a ladies' man. Martin, Not just a ladies' man. Like, he's a lady killer. Yeah. He's, he's a garbage compactor, but for puss. But, but for, <laughs> so glad you said it. I can say it, because I'm a woman. <laughs> I'm a woman. Um, the phone... This is not a how phone. Matt pointed it out early. This is a how answering answering machine. machine. He does know how the answering machine works, but we get quite a few voice messages. Quite a few voice messages from, um, they're like prank calls from a giggle puss. Yeah, we get, (laughs) Oh, Martin. (laughs) And I think the first thing he says is, I don't know the giggle, but it's hot. Yeah. And he takes out his rod and just starts <laughs> jerking it. Uh, <laughs> and then it's Linda, the girl that who seems like she's his girlfriend. Seems like he's his the closest to what might be a girlfriend on again, off again relationship. And then you get the call from um, Tom, his his boss, who's like, "Can't believe you crushed." This girl, mm-hmm. you're uh, you're a writer, by the way. This is definitely not a haunted exposition dump. This is, in fact, how I normally talk <laughs> to everyone. Please get me that article you owe me to newspaper that you work for. Otherwise, we're not going to have a story here at Metropolitan News. Newspaper. <laughs> Make sure you look outside your window and not at the cardboard flat. That is obviously just a cardboard flat. It's me waving at you. <laughs> hey, look at me. I'm inside news. <laughs> uh, this episode is dumb. This episode is dumb. It's oh, so, this episode so is very, so very dumb. dumb. It is. It is dumb, but it's not. It's. It's a bad. Here was my problem. I did not know. I should take my tongue mm-hmm. and just ram it into the yeah, side of my mouth. Ram it in this into just fucking powder. Or if I should start getting ramped up for the the scares. Yeah, this is. I I got the feeling pretty early on. This is bad. Dude gets his comeuppance, yeah. which great. I do like that as a monster's theme. But throughout the majority of the episode, I kept thinking, "What's the monster here? Like, where mm-hmm. is the monster?" 
Um, I was like, is this going to be the first episode? We don't have a monster. And then... Uh, Andy Williams saying and Moon Andy River. Williams, <laughs> bam, <laughs> stick it on core. All right. So he's still at... Th- this whole first act it's is just him, him listening at the to his answering yeah. machine. Yeah. Which is, I mean, good on them, but there isn't a lot to talk about. He talks to the breathy person Mm -hmm. and he's like, I don't know who you are. Who are you? And then he talks to Linda and is like. He has blown Linda off. Linda's pissed off at him for some reason. He he wakes her up and then he, is this where he tells her that like he knows a little place up north on a a ride on the lake. He's going to take her to a cozy little spot on the lake. Then he gets a phone call and it's. The giggly girl. Maybe you could take me to a cozy spot on the lake and jam it in there all (laughs) weird style if you want. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, weird style. Yeah, you want to just, you know, if you want to just, you want to just take it and just (laughs) bake it into my macaroni. Oops. Bake. Bake it into your macaroni. Yeah, if you want to just take that big old that 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 big old that that big old case of twenty four ply um are you, paper towel. Are, are you okay? <laughs> oh, I I am both terrified and aroused. <laughs> I, I want you to take that and I want you to put it with my rump roast in the freezer. <laughs> okay, oh. you had me at rump roast, but then you made me put it in the freezer. <laughs> I'm dumb. It's a stand-up freezer. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. You, you know, I talk to a lot of crazy broads, but you are a nut. <laughs> anyway, who is this? I don't know. <laughs> and that is that's the, the that's the first act. That's the first yeah, act, basically. And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Hi. Uh, I-, I was wondering if you wanted to go have dinner with us tonight. Um. Thanks. I'm busy. Isn't that Lisa Kirk? Yeah. Why is she going out with that creep? Carl? I don't know. I think he looks kind of cool. Oh, gross. Yeah, well, I'm thinking about getting my ear pierced. Over my dead body. Are you going to pay it all this summer? Yeah, well, yeah, I was thinking about trying out some rock and roll. (laughs) Very interesting. Hey, Mom. You know, I was thinking um, maybe getting a new haircut. Oh, new haircut to go with your new contact lenses? Well, that sounds good. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, in case I get into a band. Hey, listen up, everybody. Here's my speech for the Young Men's Republican Club next week. Give me a listen. Tell me what you think. Good morning. Hi. Gotta put on this dollar fifty god man costume. That pyramid belt. It's 
gonna cut his own hair into a goth style. No man. Baby a face. Ziggy Ziggy Sputnik lookalike is sitting outside in the lobby waiting for us to. Wait wow. a minute. Ziggy Ziggy, Ziggy Sputnik? Sputnik. I, I thought it was. I always thought it was Sig Sig Sputnik. Okay. Ziggy Ziggy, I can see that. All right. Turn it up. Sig Sig Sputnik has the. I cannot. I'm like the guy who's just like Vigo Mortensen broke his toe when he kicked the helmet. <laughs> um, they have the best story in rock and roll. Uh, they okay. they released that song as a single independently, and it was a huge hit. So the major labels came coming to them. And so they worked out this deal that was basically all advance. And then they basically producered it. Like, they got to keep all the money. And they just <laughs> left the... They just, yeah, it's amazing. That's amazing. Him as our daycare counselor. Hi, Terry. Welcome to... Hello, Mr. Smiley. I'm pleased to meet you. We cannot put a punker in charge of our nursery. The guests will be up in arms. He has the highest references. Uh, he looks dangerous. I'm a punk. My life will change. Screaming brats tearing through the halls. Gotta give this kid credit. Terry? (laughs) Dad. What are you doing? This is a. This is my new image. Unadulterated noise. Now, how can you stand that stuff after playing Mozart and Puccini? Louis Terry, why are you doing this? You know, all you care about is what other people think. <laughs> you don't care about me. You never did. We've obviously failed him somehow. Terry is the best adjusted of the three kids. Not anymore. You can't hide behind this mask for the rest of your life. I mean, you gotta let people see the real you sometime. Well, this is the real me. Just change the wrapping. Wow, that looks really bad. Yeah. I watched the whole thing. <laughs> All 55 minutes. Yeah. I don't know. He's just gone punker. Punker. It's so funny. I'm trying to remember what that mom was from. What was the dad from, Alf? Uh, no, the dad was from uh, Love Boat. He was yes. uh, the doctor. Oh, some part of me wishes he was Gopher. Um, and that was Jay Underwood. <clears throat> yeah, the Invisible Kid. Yeah. Well, he's not invisible anymore. He's gone punk. I have no idea how the Invisible Kid was PG. It had tons of boobs. What? I know. It I was remember before PG thirteen, though. Right? Well, no, it wasn't. It was no, after. It wasn't? I, no, I it had Karen Black in it, man. Uh, I did. That was not to. <laughs> to the influence the rating one way or the other just it was a side note but i used it at the I wrong time i have no power over matt whatsoever <laughs> you're on your own <laughs> <laughs> um 
Uh, don't watch the day my kid went punk, or watch it and and send your review. <laughs> I'd be write very, it on a postcard I'd, and I'd send it to two six one East Nine Mile, Ferndale, Michigan four eight two two zero. Care of transmissions from the dark side. Um, subject: I watched the day my kid went punk. <laughs> Header: What a movie! <laughs> and then signature line. Signature line. Me. Um, yep. Carbon copy. Carbon copy. <laughs> Your actual name. And nothing will happen. Yep. No. We, you will have no response. We will never <laughs> we no acknowledge that, that we got it. <laughs> There's nobody's there. Yeah. It just goes into the hole in the ground <laughs> where mail goes to sleep. And talk about going to sleep. Let's get back to it before. Because it's going to be nighty night time very oh, yes. soon for somebody. That's not wrong. Um, and, and we're, we're back. Um, now, uh, our good friend Martin is talking to his friend Tom about these nuisance calls. He's just got these nuisance Tom's calls. Tom's like, hey, yeah, maybe you shouldn't have snubbed all those women, you ding dong. Yeah. Let me just tell you, the cops, they're no help either. No. 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 So he gets that night, I guess, gets a new number. Yeah, he yeah. calls Ma Bell. And he's like, you got to get me a new number. And then calls Karen to let her know the number. And then we see like the clock spinning by yeah, as he calls more and more book. women in his little black book, giving them his new number. But and then his this brother is, is in his little black book, too. But this is another one of those things where it's like, okay, at 1.30 in the morning, now he is talking to his mom. Yeah. And I'm just like, am I supposed to be taking my tongue? Yeah. Well, what if she's on the West Coast? Then it wouldn't be that late. What if she is on the West Coast? Okay. What world? (laughs) (laughs) If anything, he's on the West Coast and they're back in Jersey. Because he's walking here. (laughs) Because he is certifiably walking here. He's like talking to his mom. He's like, "Hey, I'm a douche. I'll give dad my love. I love you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gabagool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then he he's like, "Yeah, okay, suck on that, lady. I got a new number. You won't ever find it." Ring, ring, ring. Yeah, and I just was like, and phone ring. Yeah. Uh, talk nice to me, Martin. I just want you to talk nice to me, like the name of the episode. <laughs> is Giggles. this is this when he goes back to Tom and starts telling him that he thinks it was either the fat chick down the hall or the Koreans? Uh, no, first he uh, he steps away from the phone and says, "Oh, you want me to talk nice to you, oh, bitch?" Yeah, and and we all went, oh, "Ooh, like the bitch. teacher swore." And yeah, he grabs uh, the pan. Yes, he grabs the and starts clanking them in front of the speaker. How's that for your eardrums? I'm walking. <laughs> Uh, then he wakes up to a bunch of, uh, I mean, half of the masks in his apartment have been smashed. So that's like a hundred masks. Right. Well, those are just the display masks. Yeah. He probably has an entire he closet has a bunch full of, of right. other masks. seasonal masks. Right. <laughs> Special masks. Uh, this is when he calls, uh, his friend and says, uh, I think it was the fat chick. I thought it was the fat chick down the hall, but then she got married and moved out six, six months, months ago. ago. Typical, Typical fat chick. <laughs> this, and now yeah. it's a couple of Asians. Yeah. This guy, 
I wrote, this guy's a nightmare. Yeah. He is the real monster of this episode. Yeah, great point. No one sees, no one understands, but it's nighttime again, and it's time for Linda and him to have a little date. Because one of the last thing he, because after he finishes tirade with Tom, he gets another call from The Voice. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're going to see the hot chick I'm with tonight. You're going to be so jealous. You won't know what to do. Cut to that night. Yeah. So now... Um... Now he is wearing slacks and a sweater provided by the Dan Marino collection. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and Linda is wearing her very, very best Samantha Fox outfit. A hundred percent. Teeny tiny skirt. Lots of fringe on the jacket. Yes. Lots of leather fringe going all the way down. It's like she's wearing a pony. Side saddle. Pretty wonderful. Yeah. Pretty wonderful outfit. But she's like, let's go, let's go out. And he's like, no, let's make out right here in front of the window. Not odd at all. Why Why is he? Oh, so is he doing that to throw it in the face of, of the Yeah, the he thinks it's somebody across okay. the buildings and with a telescope. And I don't know. Okay. All right. That explains why he stayed in, because I was confused about that. Uh, they are in the bedroom doing some canoodling, kind of. I, she's drinking champagne, um, and there's more smashing noises. Yeah, so I think at this time we all realize that this guy lives in a gulag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because he lives in a cinder block hellhole. Yeah. Like, Only in New York. <laughs> real brutalist nightmare. And he's like... When he opened the door to let her in, it looked like he was in like solitary confinement in a prison. Right. Yeah. Would have been a great twist. Yeah. Um, it, we are here to punish the uh, the gigolo. Yeah. Um, he goes out, doesn't see anything, goes back in to start canoodling. Here's a big crash. He comes out. And um, yeah... Now everything's more masks ruined. His life savings and masks ruined. <laughs> Just absolutely topsy turvy. My retirement masks. <laughs> oh, I was going to sell all these. Uh, so he calls the cops. The cops are so weird with this guy. I don't know if. Oh, no. The, the, cops, so, are the, the cops are the third act. Yeah, so oh, they come really? out to the place being ruined, and that is the end of the oh, second okay. act. No, he goes back. Um, oh no, you're right. No, I'm sorry. He he went like he heard the crashing, and he went back to bed, and Linda uh, like touched him and was like, "Hey, come on!" And he was just like, "No," and totally rebuffed. Hence why I wrote rebuffed and I underlined it. Uh, and then that's when all the stuff is smashed, and he goes back outside, and everything's broke to shit, and. That is the act break, and we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Woke up this morning, got some gabagoo. Then I woke up the next day and got some gabagoo. Keep waking up, keep getting different types of gabagoo. I even got some gabagoo from a Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Woke up this morning, I got some gabagoo. And then I woke up the next day and got some gabagoo. Keep 
waking up to keep getting different types of gabagoo. I even got some gabagoo from a Scooby-Doo. And for you, sir? I will have the gabagool. The what? The gabagool. I, I don't really know what that is. You know, gabagool. I don't, I don't, I don't have to have what that. What he's trying to say is gabagool. Guys, guys, all right. I just, I I'm don't trying really to think I don't, that we have that. That's okay. Bring right. in the gabagool. I will have the spaghetti with a side salad. Okay. If the salad is on top, I send it back. Morning, had some gabagool. Woke up the next morning, had some more gabagool. Please enjoy that earworm for the rest of your days on Earth. Uh, let's get back to it. Uh, we're we're plowing through and charging ahead, and we're back. Now he now Martin is calling the cops because his place has obviously been broken into. Yes. He's telling him that he knows that it has to be her. Um, he only has so many masks. <laughs> and this is really cut into his mask budget. Like, he's going to have to write like 20 more articles mm-hmm. to make up for half of the masks. <laughs> I mean, I can't afford this New York apartment and these masks again. He's going to have to write another piece about the mask factory. <laughs> right. Just to see just if he can get some discount ma- yeah, masks. Just to get the seconds and irregulars. Oh. Uh, the police have no time for him, They're like, uh, which is great. They're like, yeah, put your friend on the phone. Is this asshole just like fucking around with us? <laughs> How many masks does he have? He, he has more than I'm comfortable with. <laughs> you should not be with this guy. Oh you God, can't hear right. the cop, by the way. Uh, no. you, you can't hear the cop, but I'm sure the conversation went like that. So he's calling to report broken masks. Again? Again? This seems weird. Are you with the guy right now? Yeah, I was with him. Uh, I can't believe you're with him. He sounds real nice. He sounds like a real shitbag. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look, uh, do you ever leave you alone tonight? Well, yeah, twice. Just for a little bit to go that smash That motherfucker. Masks. I know what this asshole did. He smashed all those masks. <laughs> He's trying to run what I like to call the old psychosis number on you. Get you distressed so that he can really do weird shit to you. Get out of there. Oh, where should I go? My place. Okay, I'm coming right over. Do you have masks? No. No. Yes. Something. Okay, I'll be right over. <laughs> I work in a mask factory when I'm not a cop. Like who who did that voiceover? God, I I think it was the director. I think it was Tommy Lee Wallace. Herman Munster. It's All right. Almost. She, uh, Linda, is like gets off the phone with the cop, and he really splashed cold water in her face because she is out. She's piecing yeah. out of this relationship. She's getting off of this pain train roller coaster that is is Martin. And this was this was just the mask smashing that she needed to <laughs> open her eyes. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. And I think she said, uh, "You need me. I don't need you." Drop the mic out. Left in a sea of fringe, like a Judd. <laughs> get help marty yeah, yeah 
Can't help. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. <laughs> you know it's how Winona walks out of every room. Just fringe. <laughs> it's a real Stevie Nicks yeah. masterpiece. So he gets the <laughs> that broke you. I love it. I'm sorry. That's okay. Let's give Matt um, a second. <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> so he he then calls his boss, or he's talking to his boss. He's now I, missed I, his deadline. Yeah, I don't know if it's that night okay. or the next day I think it was or the next, the next night. Okay. But anyway, yeah, now he's talking to Tom again, his boss. And his boss is like, you blew it, you pal. Blew it. You blew it. I had to get another writer. This is when I thought the monster, this is when I thought the new writer was going to be the woman who oh, was, calling? was calling him. But then I couldn't understand where the monster was in all of this. Yep. Oh, we're about to understand. Yeah. So then he decides he's just going to lure this woman to the house and beat her to death with a golf club. Correct. He has a real 90s phone in his bedroom. Um, it's blowing. It's glowing pink neon whenever it rings. But now here we are, Marty, in in uh, his his relaxed Hagar pants, <laughs> just sitting in a chair with a nine iron, talking to the giggling woman, and he's like, "Let me do the old reverse psychology." Through gritted teeth is just... Hey, good looking. <laughs> I'll be here to pick you up now. <laughs> See? Why? Now I'm all yours, baby. Yeah, doesn't want any of those other women, decides that he loves her. And she's like, but I'm not pretty. Oh, I don't care. I don't care if you're a real uggo. Yeah, you could real be thin, th- fat, be, you could, yeah. young, old, whatever real, you are, I'll beat real, you to death real with th- love. <laughs> real thick body yeah. too, real tiny head too, too big head too small body too small body too big head I don't care if you're carrying that thing around in a wheelbarrow one get t- over here one titty bigger than the other titty if you're all one giant titty swollen left hand you walk in a circle breath that can peel paint I don't care I don't care uh, you only answered to Mumford and Son lyrics. <laughs> Your favorite movie is Love Actually. Ugh. You you keep wanting uh, what the fuck? Um. <laughs> you you keep wanting to me to do scenes from Heather's, and I don't get them because I never saw the movie. The only thing you have to drink in your house is Alka-Seltzer. The only thing you have to fear is fear itself. Anyway, come on over. Anyway, I'm here. Dick's out. Ready to go. (laughs) So finally, she's like, really? You really love me? Well, come closer. And that's when Matt yells, wait, is she the The phone? phone? (laughs) Loud enough to stir my daughter out of bed. No, I'm kidding. And she should have. She needs to know these things. (laughs) Yeah, she came. She came downstairs and she's like, "I knew it from the credits." <laughs> um, out from the phone pops a puppet, a worm puppet, an alien it's slug. It's a phone alligator. A phonigator. I mean, the, it's a phonigator the, with teeth. The face kind of reminded me of the imp from. Uh, oh God, sorority babes in the slime mm, bowlerama. Okay. Yeah. It had uh, it had the look of the female gremlin. 
Yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of, yeah. It was like the top half was like Audrey 2. Yes. And the bottom was a sock. Was a sock. Was mm-hmm. a sock alligator. Yeah. And, uh, and it just crawls up his lap and he's oh, like, oh, and I this, guess. This part is wonderful because it's just like, I guess I should have had my tongue right there in my cheek the whole time because yeah. when this thing plops on his lap, it is like, all right, and take 27 of trying to make this look okay. <laughs> uh, you Just jiggle it. Just jiggle ready. it. Ready. Okay, are you ready for the puppet throw? Yes, no. we are. Great. <laughs> Three, two, one. Good enough. <laughs> Hold it there. Shake your knee a little. And and we're getting breakfast. All right, that's a break. And who wants a deli dinger? What's Gabagool? What's that Gabagool? Gabagool. All right. So here we go. She is in his hands because he has to hold it there because it's a little top heavy. And uh, the puppeteer cannot hold that uh, that sock upright. And (laughs) puppeteer. (laughs) The 19-year-old intern who's thinking that this isn't the big break they thought it was. I could be treated better working over a trauma. <laughs> goes, uh, it's. I just want you to talk nice to me. Now give me a kiss. And then just starts kissing him. Say it, Maddie. Producer. Oh, uh, credits. Executive producer, Richard Peter Rubenstein. And that's the episode. M- Matt Noss turned around with such a look on his face. That was so many things, and I think yeah. that was what it was. Is what makes you a great actor is that you are so you can communicate so many things at once. Yeah, you can communicate um, confusion and rage, disappointment, exasperation. I just, I just was watching it with such, I don't know, I didn't <laughs> contempt, contempt for sure. I didn't have despair, but it was just like, he got me again, monsters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. How, once I, you know, I thought I'd seen it all. I did not see this coming. I, I did say twist ending, which I don't it, know if it's twist ending really because it's got to be sort of a reversal to be a twist, but that's fine. Uh, it was an unexpected ending. Reveal, yeah. Uh, because it was so stupid. It was like an Encyclopedia Brown where like. <laughs> I just followed the notes backwards. and I, it, yeah. was the, it was Yankee Doodle Dandy. But dandy. some of them were completely unsolvable. <laughs> I right. know I'm not stupid. <laughs> yeah, Encyclopedia, Encyclopedia Brown would solve things. Be like, well, you see, you were singing Yankee Doodle Dandy. Dandy, that's a man that rhymes who, with candy. Yeah, that's a man who dresses fancy. Fancy, schmancies, schmancies, the store downtown. Three, two, one, Washington <laughs> Boulevard. <laughs> the White House. The White House. <laughs> not my bit but uh, yeah like just that type of kid detective bullshit yeah it's i don't know let's go to the writer's room what would we change the monster would... is so dumb i don't know i you know i don't know i thought it was kind of a dumb the premise is is weak the execution is weaker i expected more from you paul dini mm. I, it's just whisper thin like don't examine the episode like we just did and and check out for a minute and it's somewhat enjoyable but i don't know it's it feels 
of all the Monsters episodes that we've watched, and we've watched nearly all of them, this one feels the most dated. Mm. Like it mm-hmm. just it. Yeah, I mean, this had I think a five point four on IMDb. Like it was. Is there was any pretty low? Keeping the first two acts and the top of the third act the same, is there any reveal that would have been more satisfying than than the phone monster? See, I would have. I, mean, I thought it was going to be one of the masks myself. Really? Because she was getting rid of the competition. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. That would have been interesting that there was somebody in there. Yeah. Would have been interesting, but it like it was somebody in there, but it was a goblin in the phone. Yeah. I don't know. That was just odd. Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. Dumb. I I think you need to change the ending. I think you do need a better payoff. I would have preferred it to be all the women getting back at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like they're watching. Yeah, what was it? Where is it from? Why Why is it there? Like I would have loved it if they were watching him from the from the room, mm-hmm. you know, like, like a camera, or like something. a camera yeah. room, like you know. I can't believe we got it. Like Linda's there, and then two other She's internet, la- yeah, mm-hmm. two other ladies are there, and then like he jumps out of the window at the end, and mm-hmm. they got him. Well, like, we would need a monster. I guess. I mean, I guess he could be the monster, right? Yeah. Or there could be a Dracula, one or the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe they're alien women. Aliens are monsters. Oh, uh, yeah, it could have been that terrible, like, and this was the experiment. <laughs> it was Earth. <laughs> the whole along. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't know. You just, you'd have to write rewrite so much. Eh, I don't know. It was it was it was whatever. It was <laughs> fine. It was fine. I mean, which means I'm going to give it a five. I was just going to say, that means it's getting... I gave it a four. Uh, but oh, can wait, you give on, us a Jen, scale, what's, what's Jen? What's the scale? Uh, a scale of one to ten. Gabagool! It's a five. Gabagool. It's a five. Gabagool for me. And yours again, Manny? Four. There you go. Um, An ultimately forgettable episode. Yes, I will. This will be out of my head before I am out the door. I barely remember anything, (laughs) and we just talked about it for at least 40 minutes. Really rough one. Mm -hmm. All right. But hopefully the next three can turn the whole thing around. Oh, I'm sure they're going to be great. I'm sure they're not going to leave us hanging. Uh, They probably will. Uh, did I forget anything? Mm, try, try to, to enjoy, enjoy the daylight. daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. Bye. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTBSPod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.